Hey, this is Gary. This is Mike. And Daniel. We're not professionals. We're just three addicts sharing our experiences, strength, and hope regarding recovery. Having had a spiritual awakening as a result of these steps, we tried to carry this message to other addicts and to practice these principles in our lives. Welcome to another episode of the 12th Step Podcast. My name is Gary. This is Mike. And this is Daniel. All right, guys. It's Christmas time. Yes. At the time of recording this podcast, we're right in the middle of Christmas time. The week before Christmas. The week before Christmas. Now, I'm going to surprise you with a little subject that I want to talk about. All right. But it's something that has come to mean a great deal to me. And we're going to start with the Christmas carol. Now, remember the story of Scrooge? Yep. In the beginning of the story, he's talking to his nephew. His nephew comes into his office and they're having a little exchange. Okay. Now, they're going back and forth about what the virtues of Christmas, whether it's, you know, a good thing or a bad thing or whatever. And, and Scrooge says, he says, you keep Christmas in your way and let me keep it in mine. And, right. and then Fred said, says, keep it, but you don't keep it. And then he says, well, then let me leave it alone then. And so then I began to think, what, it, what does that mean? Mm-hmm. Okay. And I don't know what it was about the moment that I was going through it, because this is a story I enjoy every year. Because I really, really love a good redemption story. Sure. But I was thinking, what exactly do they mean by keep? What does it mean to keep Christmas? What does that look like? Okay, so as I am wont to do, I thought, okay, there's probably more to this word than I think I'm going to jump into it. Right. Mm -hmm. Okay. And I thought, what are the ways that somebody keeps Christmas? So... Just off the top of your head, what are some of the ways that you keep Christmas that might occur to you immediately? Uh, it conjures up an idea of behaving a certain way. Okay. Um, maybe family traditions or community traditions or something along the lines of what you're familiar with, what you... Uh, so I'm going to stay with the things that I know. Mm-hmm. It's the story of Santa Claus or whatever the case may be. Okay. Well, I mean, it's like keeping the spirit of Christmas in your heart. Right. Um, you know, and to do that, it would be to, to, to decorate, you know, go see Christmas lights, do, you know, get presents for other people, uh, do things that are outside of yourself, um, you know, and I mean, the kind of what Mike was saying, those traditions. All right. You know, whether they're new or old, you know, if you don't have new ones, uh, make them. I think the underlying tone of it all, too, is is this idea of family and connection yeah. and meaning. And so I think the reference that he's actually talking about in this exchange that you're talking about is is that uh, um, he, I think what he was doing there was inviting him to a family event. He was. Yeah, to a family party. And, and he, he was resisting that coming to the family event, mm-hmm. which I always thought as I watched this, the play myself, how incredibly kind that is of his nephew to oh, yeah. even knowing full well the man. You don't get a name like Scrooge without being yeah. you right. know, acting a certain way. And so he was inviting him mm-hmm. and had continually invited him, knowing full well that perhaps he wouldn't join them. In. Well, yeah. Right. I mean, you even see when... They go to the present, you know, and they visit uh-huh. his nephew's right. home. Why they're all just like, why? Why do you keep doing this? He is like a miserable, horrible man. Why wow. do you keep inviting him? Why do you keep extending that olive branch? So there's the, therein lies maybe the secret to the word keep. Mm-hmm. You've got the nephew who is actually keeping the idea of Christmas alive yeah. right. by continually inviting, even though 
Scrooge doesn't doesn't want to be there, mm-hmm. he's at least making the gesture because that's what you do at this time of year. Yeah, right. Okay, now at the end of the story, in the epilogue or in the at the very end of the story, they say they say that Scrooge kept his word and kept Christmas better than anybody. Mm-hmm. All right. So there's two more instances of the word, right. and it kind of pops up over and over. So I was really kind of in the mind, and then. I was reminded of something about my recovery. Okay. That the only way you keep it is to give it away. And so I thought, okay, I'm going to look into this. I want to, I'm going to kind of, yeah. you know, then I started thinking of other uses of the, use, word, keep. Of, of the word keep. So for example, um, uh, in my, in my religious worship that we're admonished to keep the commandments. Right. Okay, there's a, that, and that's different than obeying them or not breaking them. Mm-hmm. So there's something more there. So I looked up, I looked up the word keep, and this is one of those words that has like a bajillion definitions. Yeah. Sure, sure. Oh, it's huge. And so I started reading through it, and I'm, I'm, I'm going to do that. We're going to go over these, but it's going to start invoking this really, really interesting thing. So by the end, I want you guys to kind of think this as we process through this and say, okay, because it's Christmas, we can talk about keeping Christmas. But I also want to touch on how do we keep our recovery? Mm-hmm. What does that look like? You know, it's there's more to it than just that. And if we can compare that, I, I found it really easy to understand when I was comparing it to Christmas because I found out that there was a personal aspect to it, that there was a, a an immediate social aspect, like within your family, and sure. then a larger community one too. Huh. You know, because we have community traditions around we Christmas, yeah, we yeah. choose to all close on the same day. Right. We have some, you see what I mean? Yeah. There's a lot to it. So, <clears throat> okay. It means to have or retain possession of. Okay. All right. It also means to put or store in a regular place. All right. Um, it goes on to say to cause, to continue in a specific condition, position, or course. Okay. Okay. Stay on course. Or... Right. So some some similar would be like to store or to house or to stow, all right? To remain, to continue to be, to stay, to carry on being, go on being, persist in being. These are some of the things. Mm-hmm. Okay, continue in paci- uh, specific condition or course. Continue doing or repeatedly or repeatedly or habitually. Keep going. He keeps going on about something, okay? Mm-hmm. So you continue to do something, all right? Now, I liked this one, okay? And in parentheses, it says, of a perishable commodity to remain in good condition. Okay. Will it keep? How long will it keep? Yeah. Okay. All right. Retains one place in or, okay, replace, okay, retain one's place in or on, like a seat or a saddle, uh, specifically against opposition or difficulty. Okay. Try that again. Okay. To retain one's place in or on against opposition or difficulty, then the example it gives is like if you're in your seat or a saddle. You yeah. kept your seat. I, you know. Well, I mean, that that could also be applied to recovery, you know. Yeah, Despite the, the opposition that could be coming at you or temptations, mm-hmm. you, know, you have to maintain or keep that recovery. Mm-hmm. So to continue to follow in a, in a path, to provide or sustain. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay, to own or look after uh, for pleasure or profit. So they kept, mm-hmm. they kept pigs or they kept animals. Yeah. They, you know, 
um, to own or manage, to own or manage like a shop or a business. Yeah. Okay. To guide or protect it. Wow. Something. Yeah. For you know, like uh, the boy kept sheep to guide or protect, right? Okay. Now here's another one that I really really liked: to honor or fulfill, or to support. Okay. To observe in a prescribed manner, like a religious observant or holiday. Yeah. Kept the holiday. To pay due regard, like a law or a custom, right? And then it says to make written entries in like a diary. I mm-hmm. kept a diary. Yeah. I did this. So, and wow. then last but not least, and probably one of my favorite, the strongest central tower of a castle acting as the <laughs> place of final resort. Okay. So after I read that, I started thinking, how does one keep Christmas? How does one keep their recovery? How does one keep the commandments, if you will? How does one keep something? I thought, well, there's quite a bit to it. You know, I thought, my goodness, I need to, I need to preserve it. I need to nurture it. I need to take care of it. Mm -hmm. With Christmas, that might look like, well, I, I observe the traditions. Mm -hmm. I, I keep my, my traditions life by teaching them to my children. Yep. Okay. By sharing them with the community at large, you know. You go, we go to shows, you know, like if you go to the, the Nutcracker every right, year or you right. go to a place where you're all singing Christmas carols or, you know, we have these large, so you have these large community scale things. Right. We have like your mm-hmm. smaller social groups, like maybe your family, your friends or things like that. And then there are personal observances too. Mm-hmm. Okay. So throwing all of this out there, what are your thoughts? What, how do you keep something? It's different, isn't it? Deeper than I thought. Yeah. Well, I mean, absolutely deeper than I first imagined. That's for certain. I mean, for me, I mean, this, I, I, I can definitely uh, look at this because where my birthday lands, mm-hmm. and growing up, how my birthday and Christmas was treated, I kind of grew up where I was a lot like Scrooge, where like, man, Christmas sucks. It ruins my birthday every year. <laughs> Because it used, you know, I, there was never a time that I can recall where if someone didn't go, hey, Merry Christmas, here's your present and your birthday present. You know, it's like my siblings got a birthday and a Christmas, but I get this weird amalgamation of the two. And it's mm-hmm. like, hey, we're just trying to save money. Here you go. Um, it sucked. I really, uh, and I grew up just not enjoying it. I, you know, like the Christmas tree could not go up before thanksgiving it had to be down the day after christmas i didn't want it up around my birthday i hated listening Mm -hmm, to christmas mm -hmm. music and you know i just kept having that um and it actually uh with working with uh you know our our counselor um you know with this divorce he's like so you really believe that you know this isn't bleeding off on your kids I'm like, what are you talking about? This is just me. It's my thing because of my birthday. He's like, really? You don't think they're picking up on this vibe or anything like that? And I'm like, nah, nah. You know, but then um, one of my older kids was like, yeah, I hate Christmas. You know, her birthday's the day after. She's like, yeah, I hate it. I'm like, wait a minute. I did everything the opposite. You know, I made sure Christmas was separate, her birthday was separate, and we made a big deal of her birthday. How, how do you hate Christmas? She's like, it's just, it's never been fun because you're always grumpy. Oh, snap. And I'm just like, <laughs> what? <laughs> it's like, yeah, Christmas music would come on and it's like, nope, I hate that. Turn it off. All right. So it's, it's fair to say you didn't keep it. Yeah, I didn't. 
And so after that, I'm like, holy crap, I need to change this. And so the last couple of years, uh, I have, you know, I've made it a point, hey, we're watching Christmas movies and we're listening to Christmas music. You know, the other day we were cleaning the house and I had Christmas music playing and the kids enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. We, you know, I made a big deal of putting up the Christmas tree. Hey, it's time for the tree to go up. Let's put it up and decorate it. And, you know, kids are excited. You know, they're, they're loving it and I can see a difference. And I felt a difference. It was, you know, instead of this, oh man, Christmas sucks. It was like, hey, this is actually good. This is fun. And I think it goes back to that, you know, I was sustaining that, you know, spirit and providing an opportunity for them to enjoy it. Uh, You know, it's still the same way. I'm still probably going to get meshed up, uh, you know, Christmas and birthday gifts, but I get to choose if I'm going to make this something different and Mm -hmm. enjoyable. Last weekend, I went and saw lights, even without the kids. It's like, I'm going to enjoy this, even if my kids aren't here. I went and saw some Christmas lights, went to a neighborhood Christmas party. I've been, I've been watching how you've, how you've been handling this, this <laughs> holiday season. It's, I, I just wanted to see how you do it. But yeah. Interesting. It, it's definitely been a difference uh, in, in my mindset and, and you know, just the way I've come about this because it could be the same, you know. Yeah, you know, I'm just faking it when the kids are around, but instead I'm just embracing it completely. All right. And so even when they're not there, I'm still enjoying those type of things. I think I'm actually a, a, an opposite, polar opposite to what it is that you, uh, uh, to your experience. I, I clearly married up in this area. She She's <laughs> phenomenal at, at maintaining and preserving this particular holiday. Uh, years ago, we got started cutting Christmas trees. Um, so... We had a location that we would go to regularly to, to cut Christmas trees, and and uh, that became a family tradition. And she's really big. My wife is just really, really big on those traditions. Uh, she loves to go see, you know, any kind of play, anything associated with Christmas during this time of year. So we're always out trying to, to do those sorts of things. We uh, uh, always, 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 for as long as I can remember, that that Friday after Thanksgiving, the, the Christmas tree went up and all the decorations went up. And so that's been a tradition, a long-lasting tradition. It's been a busy, busy weekend for us every year. Uh, we've we've sort of vacillated back and forth uh, on trying out the uh, the Black Friday shopping stuff. Mm-hmm. We've done that a time or two as well just to see the crowds, just to participate in that, and then maybe go to breakfast. We tried that again this year. I will say with the advent of the internet and everything else, it's not the Black Friday it used to be, that's for oh, sure. Oh, no, it's not. But uh, uh, <clears throat> So we've had some traditions all the way along. We have a very robust Christmas Eve um, tradition. In fact, my kids, they still love to tease me because uh, so many of those years of my addict uh, running my life that uh, it was Christmas Eve before I ever got my shopping done for my wife. And so some of the memories they have of Christmas Eve is me out shopping on Christmas Eve, buying whatever it is I could possibly find to make sure there's mm-hmm. presents under the tree. Uh, but there's there's traditions that we've had, the opening presents every Christmas Eve. They have a you know open pajamas or something like that on Christmas Eve. And so uh, as my children have aged now, my youngest is 23 years old, my oldest is 31, and those traditions come back. So we start talking about maybe making some changes because they're adult children, moved out of the home living on their own, doing their own thing. So the stocking and some of the other things that, that, you know, that Santa used to do so faithful, we start cutting back on. And I'm amazed at the resistance we're getting from my kids because those traditions are so engaged, so ingrained in their minds. Mm-hmm. And so, uh, you know, when you say words like preserve it, nurture it, 
uh, share it with others and key traditions, all of those words that mean so much. Uh, my wife has done a remarkable job at, at keeping Christmas. I'm just a I'm just the tag along for mm-hmm. for her good insight in those particular things because establishing those traditions have sunk deep into my kids' mind about what Christmas is all about. So uh, interesting. That's I, I I had no idea the word keep had so much meaning. All right. So so now that we've we've taken something that we're really really familiar with yeah, Christmas right. and traditions and the keeping of it and all of that kind of stuff. Now let's take that same idea of keeping something and apply it to recovery to recovery. Oh, yeah. All right. Yeah. So, how do you? I, but can you see where I'm going with I this? Can. Yeah, mm-hmm. I okay. Can. How is that preserved? How is that protected? In fact, I, 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 I'm absolutely convinced of this. Okay. So, with keeping the commandments, for example, you stop keeping them long before you start breaking them. Yeah. Makes sense. Okay. Sure. With recovery, you stop keeping your recovery long before you relapse. Oh, yeah. That's great insight. You see what I mean? I do, yeah. So. Well, I mean, <clears throat> keeping your recovery is, it's it's a, it's, a, it's more than an ideal. It's, a, it's, you know, we've mentioned it before. It's a lifestyle change. It's something you're doing constantly day in, day out. You know, it's not just something that you do every now and then. It's it's a complete mindset change. It's a complete change of your lifestyle and how you go about doing things. Here's so here's what I think he's getting at in terms of this is my perspective. Mm-hmm. Okay, I, because I think that you know when somebody first enters the path of recovery and there's sort of lots of information that they're fed immediately. Yeah. They may start first attending their twelve step or something like that. May even choose to get a to get a sponsor. Uh, all those things. In fact, I'll look at our even our own our own relationship, if you will, to some extent to to evaluate that, right? And then I think what happens is, is as time goes on, we start feeling as though I got this. I'm fine. I don't need to check in every single day. I don't need to do. And you start peeling off the things that you don't believe that you necessarily need to do. So when you say that you're not, you know, you you stop keeping your recovery long before you ever relapse, right? Mm-hmm. And I think to be some to be honest with you, that's a that's a fair evaluation, I think to some extent. There's there's that, that there's some self-evaluation going on here saying, you know, all the things that I started to do years and years and years ago, um, all right, 6 years, coming on 6 years, all those things that I started to do 6 years ago may not necessarily be what I'm doing today. Mm-hmm. And so I see your point. Mm-hmm. I see exactly your Do point. You know, I'm, I'm going to jump into the, the Christmas story that you were telling sure. and kind of repair it or compare it to the recovery. Okay. You said, when the kids were growing up, we put forth a special effort with the socks. That was a big deal. Right. And as we've gotten older and they've moved out, we've kind of begun to, to back off of that. Okay. We would love to. Let's put it that way. They've, okay. yet, to, they've yet to come around to saying, All okay, right. yeah, I'm okay with that. But, <laughs> but, okay, as you get older... That still needs to be kept, and it might be up to somebody else to keep it. You know, sure. Now maybe it's your children's turn to take the parental role, right? Right. And and pass that on to pass that kids. on to their yeah. kids. But then you have to de- then you have to determine what is the grandparent role in this. What does that look like? And keeping that tradition um, implies that you're going to have to do the work to figure out what that is and what that looks like as you progress. You know, and as you're in your recovery. You know, your roles are going to change. Right. Okay. Mm-hmm. So so to keep something, to keep it in a, a state of or a condition 
as you go through, you're going to have to do different things to keep it there. You know, that right. will look different as it go on. Sure. My, my recovery habits are very different now, 10 Today, years later, right. than mm-hmm. they were in the beginning. Yeah. And that what, doesn't mean they're not being kept. Doesn't mean that. that does, in, in fact, I would argue that that it's a sign that I am keeping it because I'm maintaining it as my life changes. Because what I did in the very beginning would be insufficient to my recovery now. Okay. Yeah. It, it wouldn't serve the same purpose. No, it, it, it wouldn't serve me as well. This is a dynamic disease, which means our recovery <clears throat> has to be just as dynamic. Yeah. Right. Which is implied by keeping something because, like. If we're going to, like, you know, if you're if you're keeping sheep or whatever, you know, they're they're moving around, they're doing things, they're going all over the place, different threats at different times, yeah. you know, and it's going to be the same kind of idea. You know, you've got to be on top of things. You've got to, I like the idea of where it says, you you own it. Well, let's see, what, what exactly was the phrase? It said, uh, da, 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 da. Oh, well, no. Okay. You own and manage. Own, own and, manage. and manage. Like if you were keeping a business, I'm yeah. a shopkeeper. I'm owning and managing it. That means I'm taking responsibility for it and I am dealing with things as they come up. I'm taking life on life's terms, yep. yeah. recognizing that it's going to be a, di- a dynamic thing from day to day or season to season. You yeah. see what I'm saying? Yeah, I do. Uh, Interesting. I love the idea of guarding and protecting it. Yeah. You know? I love, I love. Explain that in terms of your own recovery, guarding and protecting it. I stop guarding and protecting my recovery when I begin to treat it lightly. Okay. I have to, I have to protect it from my own um, complacency. Sure. I have to protect it. I have to keep myself in a safe place. You know, I have to, I have to, you know, I, it comes to mind like a first order changes, for example, mm-hmm. you know, um, the things that I do to. Well, to I, would, keep, yeah, I mean, I was going to jump in yeah, saying, you know, like, like a few episodes, we talked about a safety plan. That's a yeah, way of guarding. And that's protecting a way of guarding it. and protecting it. You know, Absolutely. Coming up with a plan. So, okay. I know going to Hawaii to the beaches, X, Y, Z is going to be an obstacle. Right. How do I deal with that? How do I guard and protect my sobriety and recovery? Um, you know, I'm going to do X, Y, Z. You know, if this happens, I'm going to do this. If this happens, I'm going to do that. Yeah. Or, um, or, you know, if something that I, ca- I haven't accounted for comes up, mm-hmm. you know, uh, <clears throat> and, I, you know, I'm going to nudge my partner and say, you know, give them some sort of phrase that they're going to know, hey, this is a trouble zone and she's going to help me out. Or, right. or, or right. you know, it's a friend or someone that they know that you know if there's anything that comes up, all I have to do is nudge them and say this, mm-hmm. and no questions asked. It's just going to be all right. Let's go do this. It it's might that. also it, it might also look like making decisions like you know it's probably not a good idea for me to walk down the Las Vegas Strip for no good reason. Yeah, yeah. You, yeah. you know, yeah, or or the like. Right. Yeah. But yeah, that that would be what protecting it. I like the idea of honor and fulfilling it. Mm-hmm. You know, fulfilling mm-hmm. honoring and fulfilling it meaning. When you go to your 12-step programs, you know, you need to show some respect and you need to fulfill your obligations. Sure. Mm-hmm. That you makes know. sense. That makes complete sense. Or if you're, if you're going to uh, group, you know, group therapy, okay, you need to fulfill your obligations. You need to honor the rules, the ground rules, you know. You should come prepared. You should come prepared. Oh, yeah. Come to be part whatever, of the discussion. Yeah, whatever that might look like. Yeah. You know. 
and, you know, and also honor the whatever pain or vulnerability that other people are expressing in that moment. Exactly. You know, correct. Cause it's really easy to go, like, that's not me or that guy's crazy or whatever. But you know, they're, they're expressing something and you need to just allow that and be supportive of them expressing that vulnerability. I've got, I've got one other that I want to share. Okay. You've, you've heard the frame, earn your keep. Yes. Oh yeah. Okay. You need to do the work that, that will merit the, uh, the energy required to sustain you. Right. Okay. I, I can't, I can't, um, I, well, people can't care more or work harder than I do. Mm -hmm. So for me in recovery, it's like, I need to do, I need to, I need to earn my keep. Mm -hmm. If I want to keep my recovery, then I'm going to have to do the work necessary to, for lack of a better way of putting it, feed it, clothe it, shelter it, you know, whatever it requires of me, I'm going to have to provide that. Right. Right. You know, earn my keep. That's a a fun one. I've never really kind of (laughs) thought about that. This word has a tremendous amount of deep meat, deep meat, does. doesn't it? it? A lot more than I thought. Right. Yeah. Right. Anyway, like I said, I was reading, reading a Christmas Carol. That thought came to me. I thought, oh, there's a lot of fun here. I'm going to, I'm going to think about this. Yeah. And and you know, I'm not done thinking about this. I'm I'm going to, I'm going to, uh, really, really noodle this over. Yeah. You know, I'm going to think yeah. about this for a while, and I want to apply it not only to my recovery, but you know, the other uses of the word, you know, I'm, I'm going to, what does it mean to keep the commandments? What does it mean to keep my wife? What does it mean to keep my children? What does it mm-hmm. mean to keep my sanity? You, you see what I mean? Yeah. I, I, I don't think I will ever use the word quite so lightly again without stopping and thinking, what is it that I'm really saying? And right. am I actually doing that? Doing that. Yeah. Remind me again of the last sentence they, they say about Scrooge. He kept... He kept the traditions, or he kept the holiday better than anyone yeah. else. Yeah, it was said. It was it was said of the man that that nobody kept Christmas better. Nobody kept Christmas. I think better. is I think hmm. is a, a quote. I'm, I'm probably butchering the quote, but but it's the thing I find ironic about that is is that think about all those things that he had done mm-hmm. immediately before that statement, right? He he points to he points to the to, to whoever it is the passerby saying you know that big that big roasted turkey down the way go get that mm-hmm. you know go take care of that here's some money I mean the first thing he did is he started to think outside of himself who can I help how can I be involved well, he was making amends he was making amends you know it, now that now that you've said that I kind of want to go now I realize that it's a it's a very short story but it might be kind of interesting to to look at Scrooge and say okay there's step one there's step two right. there's step three <laughs> and, and see what that looks like sure because sure. It, because it's a redemption story mm-hmm. and really we're doing your step work is your redemption story right yeah. so the final line of the novel is he knows how to keep Christmas well there it is yeah <clears throat> he knows how to keep Christmas well yeah so up to this point in time, everything was about himself. Yes. And this, for the first time, is him expressing his yeah. Christmas spirit outside of himself. Right. Which is really, uh, which is really powerful. Again, that's uh, when we think about our own Christmas experience, we think about the fact that it takes uh, it takes an expression outside of ourselves to really keep Christmas, yeah. the spirit of Christmas, and the same for recovery. Yeah. Well, guys. I hope I've given you something to think about. A lot to think yeah. about. Yeah. And to all of our listeners, whatever your holiday tradition is, keep it well. That's sage advice. And whatever your recovery is, keep it well. Keep it yeah. Well. Right. And keep yourselves well. Yeah. And with that, this is Gary saying, do the next right thing. 
And this is Mike saying, do the work necessary to find the peace that recovery can bring. And this is Daniel saying, find the humility in your recovery. Thank you for listening to the podcast. We would love to hear from you. If you have any questions, thoughts, or concerns, or have any suggestions for future episodes, please contact us at 12thsteppodcast at gmail.com. That is 1-2-T-H-STEPPODCAST at gmail.com. As a fellowship of recovering addicts, Sex Addicts Anonymous offers a message of hope to anyone who suffers from sex addiction. Check out saa-recovery.org.